0: everybody welcome to episode 135 of the boner podcast where we talk all things blood bowl jingle welcome back i'm ben and once again i'm joined by blood type ben bt how you doing
1: hello doing very well how are
0: you i am very good and we're also joined by to extraordinaires ian triple power triplo and miltonio banderas chaps how are we doing very good very good yeah doing great thanks Ben. so um not a pointed question at all but has everybody recovered from beachhead
1: yeah absolutely thriving
0: <laughs> uh, in the, the background video that uh, I'll put up, I'll be talking through some beach oh, and no. stuff. That one picture where Milton is just like laughing at you at the TO desk, Ben, is there, which is exquisite.
1: <laughs> really hoping it wasn't, but that's okay. We can uh, leave it
0: there. I didn't freeze frame it though, don't worry. So it'll just be like for okay, three good, yeah. seconds uh, as the, the iMovie put together slideshow just, just like flicks up.
2: That nice. was absolutely quality.
0: Mm. But no, I mean, Ben. We've already given it away. What are we talking about today?
1: Uh, we are going to be talking about Beachhead, uh, doing our little after action report. Um, you know,
0: how it went, what teams are on, all that jazz. All that jazz indeed. Right, well, let's dive straight into it. Okay, so Beachhead 2024 has come and gone, and I think it continues to be one of like, well, definitely our premier uh, tournament weekend. It is a two-day event, but because we know people have lives, Uh, and sometimes can't necessarily escape to as many tournaments as they'd like to. We have it split into two different days. On the Saturday, we have Beachhead 11s, which is, Milton, unsurprisingly... uh... It's an 11s tournament.
2: Uh, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think what you were like asking for there uh,
0: <laughs> participation we play 11s oh, on the day we play 11. <laughs> all right uh and with that in mind Ben, what would you want to be playing on this on the sunday
1: uh we played sevens ben uh no 11s were played on the on the sunday um mm. yeah
0: yeah so what we do is we have a three round 11s on the saturday two different tournaments for the whole weekend um and uh we have four round sevens on the sunday because the idea is if you can get to one you get to one if you can't do both then it's fine we i would i love the idea of running a two-day event i i just i just i just like there's just so much going on in people's personal lives that i don't know i don't think it's probably the barrier i think it is um, but... There's
1: plenty of two-day events out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, like there's lots to go to. We like offering people that suggestion. Plus sevens is awesome, and not, a, not enough sevens tournaments to run, I think. So it's
0: yeah, always I mean, good to we had a, sure. a, a chunky boy of a sevens tournament, which is very, very, very cool. Yeah,
3: um,
0: and uh, it was held at the Beachhead Convention, um, which is a it's become a massive trip, isn't it? It basically takes over all of Bournemouth.
3: It's It's the best part of all of the BIC. So for anyone who knows the Bournemouth International Centre, two massive halls downstairs. One is full of gamers uh, playing tournaments all weekend. The other is full of vendors. And then outside, full of board game players. And even upstairs and around, there were tournaments and board games going on. And well into the nights as well.
0: The thing they had this year was they had three floors, I think? Or... I don't know three floors, and they just had part of the upstairs because there was a big. They had they set up a big magic, and uh, not magic, a big card game hall oh, as well. They? Yeah, oh, I. Oh, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, wow. they had like a a Lokana event. They had a magic event. They had all sorts, mm. and I was like, I need to not go anywhere near that. I was like, at all, I just I didn't even de- like they had the big escalators that go up to the top, and I was just there like I I I mustn't, I must not go anywhere near that. Wow it was bad enough in the Trader Hall and like with all the all the other events and stuff it was very very cool Uh, 40k was there right next door to us Um, Mm -hmm. in fact in some of the pictures you'll see some of their rain in the background Um, it was really funny because we set up on the Saturday morning and um, yeah big shout out to uh, to Drew and Ben and a few of the other guys who helped set up the pictures just right first thing (laughs) one of the guys had just set up basically his entire 40k collection on one of our tables and when we put the mat down he's like oh I'm really sorry you are you using these tables i was like dude <laughs> like a third of the hall y- yes yes he was like oh no i'll have to find there somebody to put it oh there it is oh ben 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 we'll have to talk about that as yeah. well <laughs> yeah we will so uh, when it came to 11s uh, i've got to have a, a few massive shout outs first first and foremost is to milton and trips for managing the rosters and Milton for prepping everything. Even though you couldn't be there first thing Saturday morning, your prep meant sure, uh, meant sure? Yeah, sure. Uh, Meant that uh, it went and kicked off as beautifully as it ever would. And a massive shout out to Nick as well, Kaijin Chicken for helping out on the Saturday. So Nick and Trips set up off the back of Milton's outrageous admin. Like Milton, you would make the most unnecessary dungeon master. Like It would be incredible um and it was just a wicked wicked start so a massive thank you to all of you guys for setting it up and for ben for sacrificing himself and being the odd man in both days you were odd man both days weren't you but yeah yeah both. i played on saturday not sunday didn't need to play on the yeah. sunday which was essentially very very good but no it was massive it was awesome for for nick to come and, and help out um and trips yeah but that was say, hugely
2: appreciated
0: you guys absolutely crushed it it was it was, it was ridiculous because we had... Uh, how many coaches did we have in the end on the Saturday that, uh, with... 74? 74.
2: 74
3: on Saturday. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. 74, yeah.
0: yeah. That's not bad. I think we sold out 80 tickets yeah. and various dropouts happened. Um, so that's not bad. And you and Nick were able to run that on both Score and the Google backup sheet. And it, it was... Was, it was and that perfect. included
1: score backfiring as well. Uh, oh, yeah, we, yeah we, we, they are even able to recover that, which is yes. very impressive. Twice, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We're well, done, they done somehow
1: the managed to get the swap the teams and the uh, the races. Uh, sorry, it was the coach names and the races the wrong way around. It somehow managed to do that, which you can't even do manually. It was just when I was putting in the scores at the end, it was like all of the results were invalid, and I'm just like, what has happened here? <laughs> and it's like oh there is no race of like and it'll be like coach name and it'll be like how has it done this because it validates the races as you go you can't have incorrect ones like it doesn't let you but somehow this is somehow it had done it because <laughs> so... we came,
0: came across that before milton i think you were doing the score at one of our other events and you're trying to put in the, the correct colleges or something and it was like no
2: oh yeah it doesn't like it doesn't like half the stuff you put into it to be fair
1: like, yeah you have to manually change a text file that's also in the folder structure to allow the things to be entered
2: yes wasn't it that we discovered like if you minimize the window or anything and it gets like slightly out of line it doesn't like that either so you just have to yeah i think it ended up screen. becoming a different reason but there was some <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: The, the, the reasons it doesn't work are long and unknown but it does like yeah. randomly not working so uh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah that's the kind of behavior that brings it out brings it out of us
0: um it was uh yeah what well... It was right after round one into round two. A coach just, just went missing, right?
3: Yeah, we it it decided mm-hmm. to delete a coach in between us putting in round one results and running round two. So when we ran round two, we had a missing coach and a half empty table.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it somehow like had paired everyone up beforehand fine. And yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was it was tour just play,
0: awful to play, tour play. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> pretty, Very... pretty much
3: yes Five. that was vote one for tour play and then it got worse
0: yeah. <laughs> outrageously looking forward to dorset dungeon Bowl being run by Torplay, and also just it being dungeon Bowl, i think is going to be a really you guys have yeah it's been been very cool i kind of got to put a shout out to hex baron i got a chat with him as well oh, he yeah. was like yeah and him running that his last event where his wife helped and he ran in at the event while playing using tour play, it was kind of like, okay, this is this is going to be fine. This is going to be fine. So that's wicked. But anyway, on to day one. Uh, we had uh, 74 coaches turn up on the day. We had a few dropouts. Ben was there ready to be uh, the odd man in. And um, I, I'm going to apologize. Normally, I'd have graphs and breakdowns of things, but I'm afraid I'm not quite there yet. With uh, I, I have got practice. the
3: number of teams per race. I've oh. just done a quick... Quick pivot so, um,
0: the lay down, the low down trips.
3: Would we like to guess how many races we had
0: at out boat, of 29? Uh, out 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 of 29. Of 29. I'm gonna 21? go 22, 21 for me,
3: 24. Well, Ben's the closest because we had 26. No, no way. Really.
2: Wow. Yes. One, two, three. Uh Okay. I, I mean, I should know that. I sorted all the rosters. <laughs> right.
3: you, you, built, you lit, slavishly put them in, including okay. the people that wanted one, two, three, or seventeen different rosters. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, right. I'm assuming there's no slan.
3: Uh, we had one slan. There was a slan. Yeah. Oh, there was
0: a slan. Uh, uh, I feel like a what? What didn't we see? Uh, we didn't see Bretonians. I don't
2: think we had any nobility at all, in fact. No, I don't remember seeing a nobility. Or a no, story.
0: we had nobility models in day two, but he was running OWA. Uh, mm. No nobility. Was there black any... orcs? Yeah. There was black orcs. Uh, Actually was running black there was orcs. one black orc, yep. Yeah. Did we have um, Chaos Dwarf? We'd yeah. had two quests. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. You have to put us out of yeah. our misery. I'd, I'd have to work it out now because it's uh, <laughs> it, it's
2: easy to know how many there are. Wood was Elves. Was, was
0: there any Wood Elves oh, teams? Yes.
2: Who Wood Elves? Yeah, yeah there oh, were definitely I Wood Elves. Because I, I, I may comment about that because halflings. I think last year we had no Wood Elves at any of our tournaments.
0: There was a no Halflings for Elevens.
2: No Halflings? No, no Halflings
0: no halflings Uh, surely there was tomb kings ogres no there was ogres yeah Uh, someone always runs nurgle because they're just like we had two nurgles there were
2: two nurgles yeah i remember
0: that yeah oh i
2: always feel like that stands out doesn't it
0: uh i feel really bad now because like there must be a team that we're just like completely ignoring (laughs) hios Uh, no, there was uh, a high elf. Oh, we had one high elf. Jack was running high elves. I really can't. So. so... Oh, well, okay. yeah, so anyway,
1: I'm quality, quality content. That's... Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say.
0: This is probably yeah. not the best. Just
2: sit here and guess for the next 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Name
0: 29 there's, teams. There's only 29, exactly. Uh, the, the, all right. Let's the, the, put it this way. The important teams were clearly in it. So. um yeah. All the ones we've talked We should probably bust out our, uh, our NAF draft list and check and it's see true. which one of us yeah. did that. Well, do, do we, we to...
3: remember what was the most uh, selected roster? And we had double of this roster compared to anything else? Uh, Snotlings. No, we only had. We did have five Snotlings. They were the second highest race. We had three races with five Norse, Snotling, and Vampires.
0: The Any... vampires were cool. It was cool yeah, to see yeah. all the different rosters. We'll have, to, we'll have to pick up. I think we'll have to do a little follow up episode on vampires.
3: Um, Wait, it's orcs one. trips. It was orcs. We had yeah. ten
2: orc
0: rosters.
3: Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's what happens when that's who I picked.
0: They're the, new, <laughs> they're the, they're the series two villain. Yeah, like Underworld is, you know, the big bad. But there's a sneaky yeah, little you,
2: sidekick. You, you did say this, didn't you? When we were draft picking that you think that orcs are the new was it UBT?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, Orcs—they're just really ubiquitous at the moment. Um, yeah. They do really well in certain sort of um, packages, and I think where ours is kind of like quite a lower threat skill package. Um, orcs really dominate. They're less
0: so, skills, um, yeah,
1: less money.
2: quite quite a few people come up to me and go, oh, "I'm running orcs." You know, it's it's gone. Orcs,
0: Sounds
2: Orcs like... are great, but they they do. <laughs> it's really easy to like. You've changed um, the tune. Yeah, no, orcs are really good. They are by far the best team. But like, it's really easy in a tournament environment for that to tumble quickly. So like, if you lose a key positional really early on, and I feel like like that mental state just knocks you for the rest of your games because <laughs> they're just slow um in, in their momentum. But um, yeah, still a great pick.
0: Mm. Cool. And we 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 because of the 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 rules packet, we had eleven hundred TV. We had a, quite a limited skills package, and we had a megastar tax on skills. So nothing was verboten, Nothing was removed. It was just like Ben said, kind of a close to the ground thing. Which I think for bigger one day events, where you get a lot of people who are. Um, not necessarily new to the game but we want our tournaments to be quite accessible so having that kind of lower to the ground it's closer to what you're likely to play for the first half dozen league games Um, I think is I think it helps keep the rounds a little faster and help keeps the (laughs) how it keeps the round three headache a little less horrifically brutal Um, which is always 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 worth like pick it up on like, the last round, because I remember last time, Ben, last year, it was like, like right, who's going to go out for drinks? And they're like, yeah, 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 and they get to the hotel room, and they're like, no, no. I have to lie down, and now I'm staying lying down because my head hurts because of maths, um, <laughs> which is a legitimate, legitimate thing. Uh, but it was, uh, it was very cool. Uh, ben, do you want to talk through your round one matchup? If you yeah, remember? sure. So,
1: um, yeah, so one thing I will add is we did have the fen East, uh, oh, our God, yeah up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah. while it is a little bit grounded um, we did have that uh, it's, it's, was he a 140k 150k star player yeah uh, strength spend troll, basically. yeah um, yeah strength troll with foul appearance um, beautiful yeah really nice so I did run that in my corner roster which left me on one re-roll and then I took leader as a double um, and uh, yeah it was a lot of fun actually and my first game was against Hex Baron um which was an awesome game he was running amazons and just played them very well um moved them away struggled to hit them and it ended up being a 2-0 loss but he's a phenomenal phenomenal coach and uh i, I had a good game regardless
0: um i think it's the first yeah. time i've probably had a chat with chris and he is awesome he's been he's a legend a he's, yeah he's, he's becoming a, a proper little name on the, the blood bowl tournament circuit down south mm. uh which which was very 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 cool um so first round kicked off everyone was really excited um you guys the pairings really beautifully the tables were all set up i need to reorder some of these but we can talk about putting in a crib sheet or something on the back of them because i've been realized Milton, until we set up i think we lost about 20 in the reign of Aegeus. <laughs> oh really yeah but the guys did a great job um setting everything up anyway and drew blessing uh Drew him, and um ben Davey with a pen were just going around and like filling in it was, it was tables like 30 onwards. So yeah, if you 30. ended up on the, on the back
3: row, you ended up with a slightly less than professional uh, table number.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and they were fine about it. There were some big games in the first round. We had a couple of like four touchdown games, which I thought was quite exciting. Um, but I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail now because I want to kind of get to the winners so we can have a look at a couple of rosters. Um, it's really difficult to, to, to review a tournament that is this big in like an hour and a bit. Because I mean, Mil, how many rosters did you have to check over the weekend?
2: Uh, I mean, what well, well, on the day or like beforehand?
0: Oh, we must be talking like 140, 150?
2: Uh, it's one hundred and twenty something, almost one hundred and thirty. I think, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's Plus, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of prep, and it is yeah. like a lot. It was a lot of fun, and like, yeah, no doubt, like, worthwhile doing. But yeah, there was a lot, a lot of data to process, a lot of things to go through. Um, and yeah, and no, I really appreciate everyone that got their rosters in on time. You know who you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went into round two, BT. This was interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: So I played against Michael, um, and uh, he was running Skaven and this game was wild. Um I, I, I like I will remember this game forever. Um so he was a very, very confident Skaven player, as in doing the sort of moves that I do on like a stream that we do of <laughs> the sort of the nonsense. Yeah. Like he, he would making just ridiculous passes, ridiculous cage dives, that worked um, just with the sheer confidence. He was able to get 2 0 up on me at um, half time. Um, even like throwing gutter on away just for the sake of like distracting me and getting the ball down the end of the field. <laughs> And it worked, it worked as Skaven does. But yeah. what also is the trouble with Skaven is sometimes that attrition hits a bit early. And um, towards the end of that half, I was removing some players and then I'm just like, okay. I said, I said to him, I can still win this. It's, I'm two nil down. I've got eight turns left of the game, but we can do this. And uh, received the ball um, and scored a two turn touchdown um, with that. And then um, he then received the ball. I, I started removing some players as well. He then kicking to him got a blitz ran under caught the ball <laughs> and caged <laughs> up on his turn and was able to get the ball in another two turns and then it gave me um no it was three then two then three for, for a third touchdown at the end as well so um
0: amazing I, I yeah just, i i had to go home halfway through the day uh because um if mum was going to come and um, hang out with her and help her uh, but couldn't make it so uh Auntie came for the morning. So I had to bail halfway through. And, and when I left, I, like, I swang bang. And you were on bottom table, 2-0 down. And I was mm. like, oh, the podcast cannot come quick enough. <laughs> 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 and, then, um, and then I was sat at home. It's the one really good thing about the way we do our Google Sheet, and tour play will carry this over, is even if you're not on an event, you kind of keep an eye on the scores and everything as it's coming mm. in. So I was sitting there with Libby and Tiff. And I was like looking at the standings. And I was like, I, hang about i don't remember this being the case um i just yeah i've been mean, bouncing to your round three ben because i don't want to give a give it away but
1: yeah so round three i played oh god
0: oh it's jandere was... Coldheart. of
1: course it was of course it was and it was the an england wales rugby game at the same time so we we're just like okay we're prerequisiting that <laughs> uh, yes. one of the welsh coaches he was playing uh it was some Team kings. It. It kings yeah he yeah he was playing team kings And, um, yeah, that was a really tough game. That one was, I think it was a 1-0 win in the end. It was? Um, Yeah. And it was just really, really bashy. Like, both of us were just, like, punching each other down, not removing players, um, just always prone everywhere. And it it was really tough. I I ended up taking out his guard, Tomb Guardian, and that changed, then swung it in my favor, because once that huge key strength piece was removed. It became a little, a little bit easier to break through.
0: So, Fenbeast versus Fembeast. He had Ivan as well, which is yeah. He I mean, did. Strength yeah. four is, is never bad, but against corn, it's not. He's not. not no, he wasn't.
1: Enough. No, it was the Tomb Guardians and the, especially the Guard ones that were the real problem. Uh, Ivan was sort of just a a, a, a blitzer, really. That
0: so, did I didn't have to worry about. Do you have the spawn and the Fenbeast?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, <laughs> that's there. It is. I will yeah. <laughs> we'll pick oh, up yeah. on that too. Yeah. In the background there. Ooh, Titans. Um, no, wicked. So when it comes to the standings, uh, we had a few players went three and oh, and trips. You are the ultimate person at score tracking going into round four, round three, like into the last bit. I mean, did you did you get a chance to go around and hype up the top tables like you normally do?
3: Uh, we did, yes. And um, we had, uh, I think, the top three tables that was all very tight. Um, And as is always the way with our tournaments, not only are the top tables tight, but we also have it very tight for fouls, casualties and touchdowns. And I think everything other than best team, which had been voted for, was very much up for grabs. Um, and also the bottom tables by the time you get to the bottom table three games in there's quite a bit of competition there about who's going to who, who's going for
0: participation and, and and where they are with that oh i think i'd be scrambling just to get off i mean the thing is one win can actually is is, is quite a big swing in the way of points so that's the difference between a 30 something on the day and a a 60 something pointer which can be quite different so uh, i won't do all the teams but we had Liam. Take first place with 3 0 with Dark Elves. Then we had Sam like Scar uh, with Humans. We had Norse next with Captain Oates, who is doing very well in the, uh, the series as well with points. Very well indeed. Uh, we had Elf Union by Tom Foolery at 3 0. And we also had Humans with Griff DT running that. Humans with Griff Trips, you got that. That must have been like your pet roster for that well, day. That, that was like a
3: proper pet roster. And really interesting to see the, the Megastar tax. Worked. It was it. The roster had flaws, but you, Griff is still Griff, and uh, Griff played very well for two and a half games, and then got obliterated. I think <laughs>
2: that's that's really interesting because obviously last year the Metastar tax wasn't part of it, and Drew won with his Blackhawks and Bomber, and I think we saw Bomber and Hack spread across like the top five tables mm. in pretty much every roster. But having that changed this year, I think. Uh, I think this is also possibly why we're seeing like more orc teams and, and a bit of a shift in things is just because of that change. So yeah, really interesting to hear that a, a Griff roster got that high still, but I, there's still that possibility, but, I think, um,
0: I think that's right. I think that's about right. I really do. Like Tripp said, like you can still take Griff. Can you guys hear the plane? Were we soundproofed it or not. No, no. Okay, no that's you're that's right. good. Um, you can still take Grif or something, but you have to give up so much that it keeps it from being an auto win. That's that's all we need, mm. right?
2: Mm.
0: Yes, saying right. there's a chance. And yeah, I mean, I have no I have no issues with the rise of Orcs because, quite frankly, playing against Orcs is never egregious. It might be egregious on turn 11, turn 12, turn 13. Once your team has been Mullered, if it gets to that point. But you're always in it with Orcs because they're not that fast. So. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, if Orcs are the bad, the baddie, the baden, the big bad boss for this season, <laughs> for this year, wicked. Sign me up. I couldn't think of a better team to be the villain.
2: No, they're pretty grounded, aren't they, in terms of like the game? So uh...
0: yeah, exactly. They're classic. We had Whiskey Mancer with Dwarf Fenbeast uh, at sixth spot. Ogre, Deeproot, Puggy, Nixon at uh, 2-1-0 as well with that one. And shambling undead and. This is from Dan, and he looks like he was running a star player. Oh no, Fenbeast, uh, Snotling Morgue and Skitter Greenskin Phil. Ben's
1: I, I, starting <laughs> to
0: be nemesis. <laughs> he, well, we we're
1: more teammates at, the, at this point, <laughs> but we're um. Yeah, I was, I was chatting to him recently. Uh, he uh, he didn't feel good about running that one. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. just like it was proper dirty roster that one. Really dirty roster, and he, he's he was explaining where it's just like. It felt even worse on the day because it's a filthy roster and he wasn't even winning. So you're just like, you bring bringing this filth that's miserable to play against and he wasn't even getting wins. So he felt bad as well. And so I, he was just I like, mean, I'm, I'm retiring that kind of play. He, like, he ended
0: ninth with a 2-1-0 like and 113 points. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not bad. Like a It's 2-1 record. It's so funny. We talk about this and it's like, oh, I, "I, I got a, oh, a draw. Yeah, draw, a draw. Like, Going three zero is it's not a given in anything, let alone blood bowl. Like no. this is, I mean, a two one zero is. Uh, what's the if we're using draw as half a win? You know, what, that's that's a two plus. That's that's your you know, it's like a two plus win. <laughs> yeah, that's rate. pretty
2: good. Pretty good going. Yeah, <laughs> I think he, he was the only one to bring skitter as well, wasn't he? Yeah, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Was no, there no, no. We had a renegade with Skitter. Yeah. Oh I'm, yes, sure. yeah. There were, there were two at the end, wasn't
0: there? I was interested to see how Skitter blocked. Drew, blood, and Dalio. Um 112 points, 110 points. Drew was running Vampires and Dalio and Norse and Borak. Um Dalio continues his streak of not losing a game with Norse at this point. Is very exciting. Getting some getting some draws in there, but no loss so far. Yeah. Uh I want to talk about vampires in a minute. It's great to see Drew running them. Um He went no VARG, a lot of people went no VARG and I think it is the more consistent, conservative way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it a lot uh, on the day and it was kind of like the VARG has a lower floor, but a higher ceiling. Yeah, okay. It depends on what you want to do. The the Blitz is always going to do what you want it to do, basically. But the VARG sometimes won't, but sometimes will just decimate. And it's kind of like it's that variability and i'm a big fan of the Varg because it creates more drama and it's more more swingy but if you are at an event and you want to play tight then blitzer and the thrall is probably better than the Varg. that's kind of what we saw here with with drew um, we had uh humans 201 with quackers um that's fantastic that's uh Orkster junior that's wicked nicely done skaven and acorn at 201 with Daz9000, Chaos Renegade and Skitter. That is just a juicy roster. That's uh, Jez that mm. I, I need to check that roster out because that sounds very good. We had Dazomac Orc at 15, uh, 201 Skaven and Galat, Recy Cleats, uh, another Orc. This was Ben Davy with a beautiful uh, yellow Orc team. I went and bought some paints after that because of how he painted it. I was like, "That's very cool." And I printed myself a torchlight orc team off because I'm like, "Right, I want to play some cartoony, paint some cartoony yellow orcs," and they are still sitting uncleaned. Uh, uh, Amazon Fenbeast, your buddy Hex Baron at 18, Corn Fenbeast, player 888, blood time. 19th spot Ben and Goblin and Fungus underneath you from Lochland. So top 20 finish in the unben out of an 80 man yep. event. Not bad that's not bad at all.
1: I'll take it. Yeah, it was it was good fun. It was really good fun. And it was really they're really tough games. So it was good that it was like it, it, all three games are like really memorable and really just fun. And that's what you want. That nice. is. Considering the look on your face at the half time in that second game yeah. when it's like you've
3: lost 2-0, you're 2-0 down. It's like oh, Ben's going to have a really long day and it really literally switched at half time to uh, a bit of yeah. a
1: There's a proper moment of just like right. I'm just gonna just switch gears completely. Punch, 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 punch. Run, sprint, rush. Do everything. Just roll the dice. Just
0: did have some great comments about about your your game face, Ben, (laughs) because you were on the bottom (laughs) table. Um, people could like your visibility was really, really, really high, and people would be Mm. like, "Looks like Ben's having a terrible time," (laughs) and even Nick was like. I don't know if this, this Ben is having just the worst game of his life, or if he's just concentrating. I think you just have like in tournaments, you have proper game face. It was wicked, um, and then of course I moved to the thousand or something. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you're like dice have made him see some things. But that wrapped up for the day, uh, and we had a I mean, Rips. Do you want to talk us through the winners as you did the announcements on the day?
3: Uh, yeah so we had the, the the we had top three tournament uh prizes for the tournament uh which works really well with a big tournament and numbers like this and there were only three points as you, as you said between the top three so it was very tight between the, the top three and i think it came down to the combination of touchdowns and casualties this time it wasn't perfect defense that that scored the points, but we'd upped uh touchdowns and casualties to five each, so that gave a bit more flexibility. Yeah. Um so really good. And then we had our stunty cup was uh and there were only five points in the stunty cup as well between
0: Nick and uh, Greenskin Phil, right?
3: Greenskin Phil was second with that one.
0: Ugh, you guys are going to start telling us we need to do second and third um, stunty soon. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to 100 next year, that's what we'll do. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We'll have an 80-man stunty tournament. We can have a second, third. Um, and then best team on the day was Adam Leaf with his... I can't remember. It's wrestling what... Orcs, isn't it? Wrestling oh, yeah, yes.
0: the monstrous yeah. guys yeah. Uh, If yeah. you're watching on YouTube, you've probably seen it flick up on the screen behind us a couple of times All of the team, it just looked like a team of hulks It wasn't, but it was just an awesome Huge, team yeah. yeah, They were wicked, everybody was kind of commenting on them as they went through the day um, So I'm not surprised to see that one take the, take the gold for that There were some beautiful teams both days But that was, mm. that was something very cool, very unique and very special and that really got everybody's eye. And we've got to say a really good effort by the players. We
3: had a whole, I think we had four or five tables of best teams lined up at lunch. And we had a lot of votes for a lot of different teams. It was really well contested and it was it was there were a lot of people struggling to work out who to pick, which is great because there were just some really, really high qualities. Um uh participation trophy which is uh the uh winner of the last place uh battle at the the day went to chipinda who managed uh to get 32 points for the day um Lovely and then we... for that. Golly. Yeah. uh significantly didn't enjoy his dice i think was the uh the phrase <laughs> and i had nothing to do with it i promise <laughs> um, <laughs> uh and most touchdowns we had two on eight so Darag and uh, Liam, who won. And then most casualties uh, was, was quite impressive. Julian, Whiskey Mancer, won most oh. casualties. He had 20 casualties over the course of three games, which
0: is How pretty outrageous. impressively violent.
2: He was playing Dwarfs, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah. Uh, Dwarves and Fenbeast, I think. The mm. max. Yeah, max. I, remember,
2: I remember looking at his roster and thinking, yeah, this is going to be bashy. <laughs> he had
3: nine casualties in round one which is a, a if you're going to go for a casualties or foul foul award definitely you want to have a good start to the uh game and then the last but not least was most fouls now most fouls, it was unusual to not see adam um going for this one in fact we had to check his Score sheet several times <laughs> and clean, uh, but Luke Dan won most fouls with a mere forty-six fouls in three
0: games. Looking for looking for the black gobbo here on the front page to try and snottling black gobbo There you go, that'll do it. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. I, I think it's horrific that people come with a with a plan so succinct as that. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, but we got a couple of elevens rosters to pick out, and we guys so i will just minimize the video here we'll loop go Our of graphics and bring up the beautiful google sheet here so this was the winning roster which was dark elves four blitzers a witch elf another witch elf a runner and four linemen so 11 players uh, a blodge blitzer a tackle blitzer uh a bl- two block witch elves and a leader dark elf runner with a reroll, assistant coach and a cheerleader that's a really really straight up roster trips so you're the dark elf guy what do you think to that pick
3: yeah i mean that's a solid 1100 uh dark elf roster uh dark elves at 1100 are difficult to bring a well positioned um squad to because they are so flipping expensive so the leader caddy is an absolute must with dark elves if you want to have the re rolls. Um, but even then, that's only an eleven man roster, so you are working mm-hmm. on the basic. Uh, you you don't run into uh, a, a, a snarly fen beast and have a bad day.
0: <laughs> eleven players, but six of them with block, three of them with dodge, and all of them with Edge two plus. Yeah, three re rolls across the roster. That's brilliant. That is just that just means Ben. I mean, you you're up at events very regularly. That roster, nothing in that roster pops. So that is clearly mm. one through skill on the ground. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. Not like Ooh. yeah, for sure. This is
1: like yeah, it's not it's not like pushing the boat out, trying a new like a really new strategy. This is like I want to play dark elves and I want to do, I want to play dark elves well and solidly. And...
0: and this is why I like our tournament packages because actually that's that's just a dark elf team doing dark elf things, and I yep. think that's wicked. But Milt, I think you flagged up another roster. Uh, is it the Norse one that you thought was worth talking through?
2: Uh, this is for sevens, though. So oh, my bad. We can come back to this one. We
0: will come we'll back. Come to back we'll one. come back
2: to that one. All yeah, right. Because definitely want to talk about that.
0: We will be moving on to sevens now. So we'll take a very quick break and be right back. And then there was day two. So, day two, four games of sevens. Day two is trips. It's so much more chilled, isn't it? It's, it's got such a different
3: vibe absolutely you've got mostly uh day one players playing again in day two so everyone's got over the excitement of of day one and, and detail and also is slightly tired or ranging of tiredness depending on how, how much fun they had saturday night and then there's also some new players who are coming along who definitely are there for the sevens but yeah sevens um feels a lot more casual although the look of panic on people's faces during round one is is one of my highlights of the weekend every time because it's an hour for, for, the, for the round and you can see after half an hour, everyone's like, I'm on turn four. I'm on <laughs> turn four of the first half. It's like it's sevens. The second half will last like 10 minutes.
0: Contrary yeah. to popular belief, there's only six turns in a half for sevens as well yes we We did
3: have a we did have a couple of teams that attempted to play eight turn uh, sevens matches
2: i think the most fortunate thing about the day was that there were 52 players (laughs) that (laughs) ben didn't have to play as odd man in so i
0: guess we kind of glossed over this like one of the most amazing thing about tournaments is seeing everybody and i had an awesome time on the saturday catching up with as many people as i could and it was just it was just I couldn't have been happier to talk, to see everybody, to see the teams, to listen to the stuff, to talk about Blood Bowl and what's going on in the world and stuff like that. I didn't get a chance to go out drinking in the evening. So Ben drank for both of us. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> How was I your evening? You? that as well. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was good. We, we, we basically booked out big, two big tables in the local BrewDog and um, just went for drinks. It was awesome. I was chatting to lots of people. Um, uh, thank you everyone who bought me drinks. That was probably probably a few too many. Um and yeah, we ended up leaving it closing and it was um yeah, I don't really remember much of much of the rest. <laughs> but it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome to do that. Like it it's obviously not not the most responsible thing, but it's very fun to do once in a while. Um <laughs> and it's what I love about like two days where you can uh, just hang out and like I think I really appreciated it, especially with now like the new job situation. I don't talk to a lot of people much anymore. And so like to be able to go out and socialise is really like meaningful. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. It was worth this. This mess on Sunday.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but rocking up there like ten minutes till the game started with the score laptop
0: being yeah. like guys We time had a coffee play. waiting for you. Um <laughs> we were like oh I think I think Trips was gonna like jump in and play if you were folder i mean it's not like trips is not a dab hand at sevens in for corn so it would have been it would have been fine it would have been fine and you could have done the even worse thing which is try and use score while incredibly hungover but like you guys said 52 players for the sevens event is is fabulous we have 55 rostered in
2: incredible. Uh, I think we had 40 last year, so that's quite a big jump for 7s. And like yeah, I was so happy to see so many more people coming to the 7s. And as you say, the 7s has a completely different atmosphere. Um uh, like some of the games were really intense, particularly the final match on the top table, that was really intense, but we'll come back to that one. Um but yeah, everyone, I mean everyone who comes to our like our tournaments is always such a good sport. And like I just have to say a massive thank you to all the coaches for just being generally really chill and just enjoying themselves and enjoying the event. And one of the the nicest feedbacks I think I heard from people was just that they just enjoyed the atmosphere, um, which is what we've tried to cultivate more than anything else. So that's really good to hear. Um, And certainly, yes, for the sevens it's, I think you've you've had a full day of like 11, like the people that play both days, like if you've had a full day of 11s, you've been in that environment, you kind of got your head into it, you kind of got into gear, And then you dial it back. But I do think by the third or fourth game, people were flacking because it is a lot, isn't it? Um, And it really depended where you were sat as to like gauging like the level of that. Um, But people kept going and the games were fantastic. I I was so impressed um, with how everyone got
0: on. We had uh, 90 90 coaches rostered over to the two days and I think 88 of them played which is <clears throat> which is awesome mm. across the two days so that's yep that's absolutely wicked but I I mean I love sevens the only thing I will say is that as we move forward uh, the desperate measures will probably be gone the way of the uh, the, the 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 mega stars either they'll be uh, limited right. uh, or um abolished
2: should we talk about this roster then yeah i think it's yeah. a good segue yeah this this was, this was really interesting so um Adam came up to us at the start, and he was like, have you, have you seen my roster? I was like, well, like, I've looked over it, but I haven't like, given it any great, like, you know, it's just a legality thing. I was like, I haven't given it any great thought, because like, Trips looks over and does a great job of um, checking those. He was like, it's, uh, it's all Norse linemen with five desperate measures. And I was like, I was trying to wrap my head around, like, why you'd want to do that. And he was like, well, he was, he was so convinced. He was like, well, it's just unstoppable it's like you just can't defend against it and i was like is he just is he just broken sevens and
0: yeah. he's just come
2: here with the absolute filth thruster i was like well, you're gonna be a lot of fun to play today aren't you and to be fair he did well i think he lost one of his games and i think he can't i don't remember what he said about it it was i think he may have just got a bit diced basically like um you know there's going to be some circumstances or or, or like a certain matchup that's just always going to be able to get around you you know if you lose a couple of those players and there's a couple of quick players on the opposition's team then you know you're not you're not going to be able to prevent those touchdowns i I think his
0: strategy was if you don't roll dice you can't (laughs) you can't get (laughs) dice.
2: yeah but i was looking through the the desperate measures and i was like yeah, I see where he's coming from because yes. some of them, like I mean, there's only eight, yeah,
0: and if half you're rolling, of them are amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, if you're if yeah, and, and there's only a couple, well, all of them have some like reasonably decent effect.
0: Yeah, but banana skin is just auto turnover. Uh, Wizards are always <laughs> great. Razzle dazzle is basically a double yeah. activation without movement. Like there's a, oh. a lot of fun. Um, I'm just so proud because someone genuinely broke a format and we don't get yeah. to see that very often and yeah it was really fun to see that be like the talk of the tournament like because yeah. it was so funny because I spoke I spoke to him and then I carried on doing the rounds in the morning and someone came up to me and was like yeah you heard about this Norse roster? I was like oh really it's like all linemen and five five desperate measures I was like, yeah, no, I just spoke to him. He came up, he was just like grinning from ear to ear, like, hey, all right, lads, mm. I've ruined uh, I've ruined the I've ruined the event today. So that's cool. Um, But I thought it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. And no, it's not going to happen again. Um, no. But no. like, it's, it's, <laughs> ugh, I'm just, I get, as a gamer, as an ex-magic player, like, I just love people who can be like, mm, cool. Here's the, here's, the, here's the, the, the filthiest thing I can conjure up. Suck it, TOs. Try and build around that. It makes me so proud. Um, yeah, definitely. Sevens. so know, like a like, forty-minute like, game. <laughs> a I choice? was kind of,
2: in, yeah. I was kind of in disbelief when he told us at the beginning. So I was just like, ah, eh, maybe he's onto something. And then after like a win, I was like, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe he really is onto something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I um, you've got a team count for the sevens, do you?
3: I do have team count for the sevens.
0: Oh, give us some so highlights.
3: We- we had 20 races for sevens so there are definitely some races that um unless you i don't think have guess, chosen, chosen pain you you, you you won't pick but uh, our most rostered uh, uh race for sevens was corn we had six corn
0: teams i love that, that i mm, really do love that because everyone thinks corn is a bash team but in seven
3: sevens those frenzy blocks are really really quite handy um as long as you roll well and then we had one two three four five we had six different races all with four rosters so we had four rosters from amazon norse skaven snotlings and vampires and wood elves Mm
0: -hmm. oh i love that mix Yeah. yeah
3: remembering as well that you could the only star that was available was the fen beast on sunday as well so we did i think we had five fen beasts
0: yeah five fen beasts for that day i mean i love that uh, it was great to see such a, a cool mix of teams i love seeing Snotlings things in sevens because they are they, they get a bit of a leg up i mean i just i love sevens just the best way to play uh, i i just it's it's perfect elevens is is full-on and it's immersive to an extent of, of that I don't think there is there are many other games that do it that way With such a simple on the board st- status but you can lose yourself for two hours and be deep in a world that doesn't exist except inside you and your opponent's heads I, I've never experienced that in any other game system sevens it's just fluid it is absolutely I think I think elevens is a Guinness and sevens is a nice cool cause, nice cool cause light, and and I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. Good enough for Jean-Claude Van Dan. Good enough for me. Uh, so I love that, and I love seeing the clever rosters from that as well. Um, any 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 uh, anything to pick out about the rounds, or should we hit up the uh, the standings for sevens?
2: No, no. But the the one thing that really really was really strange. So uh, Trips and Ben had like popped out for lunch. And then there was this flurry of like rules queries. But one of the rules queries that completely threw me, I, I I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was that came up to me. Uh, I apologize for forgetting because there was just so much going on at the time. came up with two copies of the Death Zone rulebook with different prints for the rules in them. And I was like, I didn't think Games Workshop reprinted the books with different rules. I thought they FAQ'd everything. So that's a thing to watch out for. Um, because apparently that's a thing they do now. You remember
1: they, what rule it was?
2: Yeah. So it was about the. Um, so in, in sevens, obviously, you don't have the line of scrimmage. You've got the mid zone. And it was about the ball landing into the mid zone on the kickoff. Yeah. And there's a whole extra paragraph printed in the newer version of the rule book um, in, in line with that ruling to explain it further because it's not actually detailed or explained at all in the original print.
0: Oh, there must have been a, there you go. Have, they must have done a second. A second have, been, yeah. print. Yeah. But it like you said. sounds I, like they
2: put the
3: huge FAQ that they had to put to put out. They've actually put it in the, in the rule book.
2: But I, I've, I don't think I've ever in. <laughs> that makes me Recollected so memory, like, yeah, it yeah. makes me nervous, right? Because I don't think in, in recollect- recollected memory they've ever reprinted a book because then people have different versions of the same rules. How weird. Oh, is... I know. Imagine having
1: different versions of the same rules. And, and that then How threw
2: crazy. me. That yeah. then, that then, that then yeah, that threw was me. One then... For that. <laughs> Guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say before we started? Um, um, that then threw me when Top Table was asking for a rules question. And that game was heated because uh, obviously they were playing for the top there. Um, and I think that was an amazing game. Amazons but we'll go into
0: standings. Vampire, yeah, uh, Dazelak
2: um, and Orkster. We'll go into standings and yeah. then talk about that.
0: And Orkster took it four hundred for the day. 400. 132 points in sevens, which is quite an achievement. Running vampires. Uh, that was Orkster's goal this weekend: was to run vampires and get them to do stuff. And absolutely crushed it so we'll go through the top 10 uh top 20 we'll see and then we'll look at a couple of rosters there uh so Orkster with vampires then we had snotlings with a fenbeast toby b 310 orc fenbeast kaijin chicken our lad uh 310 norse 310 from lachlan uh orc death nice 301 uh dalio 220 with norse still not lost again with norse uh dazamak uh from top table finish with seven uh seventh spot three oh and one 114 points for amazon's drew blood eighth place with necromantic another vampire team in at nine uh for scarfang 220 oh. captain Oates with the aforementioned dirty norse roster uh desperate norse there we go that's what we'll call that one. Three o oh, and one one three lost one uh, 109 points as well master wiggins oh yeah the priest pack were out in proper form it's so good to see those guys with skaven that made me extra 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 happy we had humans at 12 dt uh james was running dwarves gg gj 703 dark elves at 14 buster got one of the rosters i want to talk about uh wood elves 15 come out of sprague luke down with snotlings we had wood elves oliver Baldry. oh the Baldry pack again Ooh. so good to see those guys just came for the sevens but came and was so excited and top 20 finish for ollie is just that's wicked a nice cheeky hundred pointer the day skaven inevitable pass to a corn primac 99 points from our lad there and uh lizards benny Biddy, vinci uh matt with the lizards there one two and one for 93 points uh it's just so cool like it's just so cool good spread of teams and i love seeing these names because i'm like yep no them yep no them. not surprised to see them there. not surprised to see them there uh one thing i was surprised by one of the days i went down and uh, i think maybe it was round two yeah, round two, I did the the rounds, and bottom tables were like uh, we had like Baron and Drew and Quackers and, and Gary and Deathwish all down on the bottom tables, and I was like, i have you I, I know you I'm surprised to see you all down here, and then they're going to have like top 20 finishes, which is just very cool that's the that's the extra game in sevens, and that's the scoring system. I, I really like that, that like you can you can lose your first game and still finish top 20 with a nice 301 finishes. Absolutely exquisite. Um, i tell you what, we got the prizes and the finishes for sevens Their Trips, too.
3: Yeah, so again, top three on the day, uh, got a prize, bit more spread after four games uh, with Aukster with the only 4-0 and record he had. A whole seven point clear uh, lead on second place, and um, then it was quite tight after that. Stunty uh, was Toby, uh, uh, who finished second on the day. So uh, excellent job there. Uh, Matt Vinivici uh, had the best team. I think that was a Skaven team on Sunday, if I remember correctly. Was it a Skaven yeah. team?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, he no he ran lizards because he, he ran lizards. Yes. Yeah. Best painted. Yes that was that was it spoilers yeah
3: Uh, um we then had participation uh was uh gary on sunday who shall be forever remembered (laughs) for his excellent seating placement (laughs) um and then you touched on the bouldery can coming down on sunday uh most touchdowns went to ollie who was as as happy as you could ever see someone being happy taking away his most touchdown uh, prize on Sunday. He had eight touchdowns and Mark Deathwish had eight casualties over the four games and he won most casualties. And then we've got to touch on most fouls. So most fouls after three rounds was close between uh, Ben Davey and James Priest, who were really uh, within about four fouls of each other after the three rounds. And score then did, for its last thing it will ever do with us, something spectacular. It paired them up and put them on the same table to play this last game, which turned into, without a doubt, a foul-off, as everyone went, sod the ball, let's <laughs> just go for fouls.
0: Oh, that's and, so
3: good. And I think uh, Ben uh, Ben won, uh, won the most fouls overall. He finished with 30 fouls over four games, which in sevens is pretty impressive, because you, you can't get the easy fouls to start off with.
2: Yeah. Well, no, you don't.
0: Yeah, you've got no line of slaughter. That is, that is so good. That is so, so, so good. Uh, we've got a couple of rosters to look at. The first one is, um, is the winning roster, Orchestra's roster here. So Vamps, we had a thrower, a blitzer, uh, a runner, and seven thralls. So what's that? Ten players all in all uh, with a leader thrower, a strip ball blitzer, and a pro runner. I mean, does that skill set surprise anybody?
1: Yeah, oh, vampires and 7s sounds so frightening yeah this this seems yeah. really good
0: i love this plus orkster uh, orkster tends to come with a well it goes to a ton of events but like he always comes to ours with with a, an edge case team like never i've not seen him play like mainstream like oh we're we gonna play dark elves we're we gonna play underworld he ran slan for of our events and now to run vampires which i consider new they're not mainstream yet they're not op they're just if you know how to use them if you can wield them then they're wicked and i love this i love the skill set and i I love that a combos skills they're perfect that is very 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 cool um that's very 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 cool actually oh i love sevens but there's one more roster i did want to pick out which was uh which was um buster guts so one of the great things about tournaments again i only got to do half day on sevens but uh, over luncheon and in the beginning of the day, got to catch up with people and see what their rosters are all doing. Jo- it's, it's a simple thing, but I thought the thought behind it was brilliant from a sevens point of view. So um, Buster got was running dark elves, blitzer, 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 Lyman, 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 assassin, uh, a, a dodge blitzer and a sidestep blitzer. Um, you know, dodge blitzer fine, sidestep in sevens gives you that extra movement, which I thought was quite good, keeps them safe on the edge. But it was just the thought of using the assassin. I thought it was brilliant because he sort of said, well, I'm not going to run tackle. because tackle doesn't always work. But having the option with a movement seven edge two plus piece, that's the whole pitch covered. Uh, if I want to roll armor against somebody and in sevens, you get a lot of high speed, low armor threats. He's like, the people I'm worried about are the gutter runners, are the wood elf war dancers. And he's like, I don't care what skills they've got. It doesn't matter. Like I can just get one strike in at them almost all the time and it's just a straight up can i roll eight plus on 2d6 and it's like it's just a hundred percent worth it and i was i was just like you know what the assassin doesn't get enough love and i thought that was a very 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 clever read of the format a clever read of sevens and he said even against the norse teams it's like there's a ton of norse teams even against norse like they're all great targets because they're all on um, eight plus He's like, there is, yeah. this, there is this real target-rich environment. And I just was like, that is, I like that. Someone has looked mm-hmm. at the meta and gone, okay, well, actually, you know what, I can use an extra player with an extra bit of movement in this edition to just get that thing. I mean, arguably, is it better than a Blitzer? As you know, with the extra movement and the extra block, but you can only blitz once per turn, and that's straight up straight up stab. I just mm-hmm. think, I, I was just, I, that, that, one, that one stuck with me. I'm not sure, it ended up... uh ended up 14th overall with that roster as well out of a field of 52 which i think is a 100 point day i think that's not bad i think that's really solid definitely not op but just a a clever thing to do and i'd like to see some more stab players in the game just because actually it's quite a quite a a different a different take on it which i think is really cool but um i mean i'm just going to echo what you guys said the event was fantastic i it was I wish I could have been there longer, and I wish I could have come out with you guys as well. But it was fantastic to see, you know, nearly a hundred Blood Bowl fans over the weekend, and all the rosters, all the teams, all the games, and the stories. I I came back on that Saturday, and I have never had such a Blood Bowl high. All the events we've run, I I just like was like, right, this is just this is just the best thing ever. Um and it didn't rain on us, which is exquisite as well. And we've yeah. got a few things we yeah. can take away from the event to do better with desperate measures, um using tour play. Tall play. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I thought overall it was a brilliant event, and you guys all did such a good job running it that just just I mean, trips of two people running an 80 man event in a foreign environment in a very loud environment. Like that, exquisite, absolutely exquisite. I think back two, well, three years, we'd be I'd
3: sweating. Two with help from others because because Ben nicely did, wasn't the last player to finish every time, so came back and, uh, and helped out. And <laughs> uh, and um, Milton had done all the prep work beforehand, so everything was ready and, and organized. So uh, you you get everything lined up and and sorted. It does make it a lot easier to TO. and. Uh, as as I think Milton said about the Sunday, our players are just so good that there's not a lot of issues. There's the odd funny rules interaction that usually people know it's a no, but are just could I possibly
0: maybe can i, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I that's so. the true desperate measure
0: <laughs> <laughs> the rules don't say I can't not do this um mm. but no I think that's 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 the best thing to come away with is is just. Everybody who came to the event was fantastic. And if you're listening to this, if you've not been to a Blood Bowl tournament, don't be afraid. Like It is, without a shadow of a doubt, a really fun environment because the dice are going to hurt you. And the dice do not care where you're from, who you are, Uh, they just don't care. Like, And that is the ultimate thing is you're playing against your opponent. But really, it's just it's just rock climbing in space like you you're racing against somebody but the environment is trying to kill you more than they are and that that's just fun you're having a my new favorite competition. one's man <laughs> you come up with this uh, an intense lack of sleep is always quite useful for a dramatic vernacular um
3: I, I think on the the dice rolling i should apologize to two tables on saturday so oh. i tried i definitely didn't touch anyone's dice uh for 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 absolute purpose but i did make the mistake of watching some games quite closely and of course there was a rush into the end zone which as soon as i watched the dice roll was guaranteed a one re-roll one Mm. so i quickly stepped away from the table and then the next table went one re-roll one and at that point i went back to the to station and decided not to stand too close to anyone (laughs) rolling
0: (laughs) 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 amazing but no it's wicked and i'm i'm more excited than ever the Dorset Dungeon Bowl. Um, but is there anything anyone wants to wrap up with on Beachhead before we take a very quick break and then come back with a couple of cool things to talk about? I think we, with the
3: other one thing we should touch on, Ben, is what was the other major tournament tip that BT learned about going away and staying away for the weekend oh. at a tournament?
0: <laughs> I can't
3: even remember. That what,
0: was, what... oh my God. Yeah, you got me in so much oh, trouble in the uh... morning. Like, I, I turned up and Frodo was like, You in your hotels? And I'm like, I haven't, Oh, yeah. I haven't done anything. Like, what, what are you talking yeah. about? It's like, Oh, good job suggesting the hotel. And then Nick came over and was like, No, 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 no. Other Ben. Other Ben. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like uh, yes. Yeah, what so- happened then. <laughs> It's so the hotel that I, that other people had stayed in before in the pre- <laughs> yeah, previous years. And other years, people and like looked
0: you, into. <laughs> they
1: were very cheap. They were very close. And I was just like, okay, there's loads of rooms. Like, that's one. I People were like, where should we stay? And I said, like, this one's usually the cheapest one. I've heard things about it. Like, we'll fine things about it. And uh, yeah, we rock up on the day. Notice on the door. They're in administration the week before. Hadn't <laughs> told anyone. Taken all, the, taken all the payment. And yeah, it was just
0: like, good luck. <laughs> that was a, quite a start to the day for a few coaches, and um, I can yeah. only assume they use the same accountancy firm as Wayland Games. Uh... Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see this, Milt?
2: I've not heard this. Oh, no, no, what's no. Going on. you're
0: not in the the, the wobble chat anymore. Uh, no, yeah. uh, basically, there's, a, there's been an announcement that Wayland Games will be dissolved in two months' time. We don't think it's going to happen, but it looks like uh, something's gone awry with their tax paying. Um, and the government has just sort of said, well, not the government, the crown has sort of said, hello, all your base are belong to us now. Uh, you've got two months. Um, and it seems like quite a dramatic thing. The thing is, though, when it comes to Wayland Games, everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah still I'm still
2: waiting on the paint I ordered in 2012.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, here we go. i got a race. They even <laughs> still make the paint anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I hope it's Agrax from back in those days. <laughs> um yeah no that was quite an entertaining one but uh any more for beachhead or should we move on to the last fun couple of minutes of the day
1: let's move on
0: all right okay so uh, a couple of things to talk about that i think are really cool and hopefully you will too we did talk about the tournament series the bonehead podcast tournament series that is overall linking all of our events uh but may not have talked about it loud enough We put it in the discord and we put it on the channel and a community post because this went live when i was not really doing very many videos um hopefully those days will be shortly behind me but basically at the behest of players and my um absolute just obsession with spreadsheets we've linked all of the events that we're running this year so we've got five tournaments this year we've run two of them already we've got dorset dungeon Bowl coming up soon then we've got the team tournament which you can come to if you are a solo coach uh just let us know and we'll put you into a mercenary team um and then we've got bonehead bowl at the end of the year and there will be a big series champion so i think this is up on the website i will make sure before this comes out that this is up on the website and there is a link in the show notes below uh, but bonehead podcast tournament series milton was like might be worth just talking about this again ben so people know what's going on because a few people were like oh uh, what is this now um hopefully you've not missed the boat but ultimately what we're doing is we are linking your results and for the year and we're taking the top three results across the whole year and putting them together and that will be your competitive score for the year and basically we'll give out uh, awards and prizes for the best end result there's a couple of cool things we're doing as well but just to really succinctly explain that if you go to one tournament two tournament three tournament four tournament five tournaments if you've got three or more scores your top three scores will be bundled together. If you've got one score, it will be your one score bundled together with no other scores. So the idea that you want to get to three events. Uh, so for example, at Beachhead, you score 90, at Dorset Dungeon Bowl, you score 57, at the Summer Team Cup, you score 49, and Bonehead Bowl, you score 88. We will take your top three results and you will end up with 235 points uh ignore the bonus points because that was for beachhead and that's gone and we baked that into the events so awards and trophies for the end of the year uh second and third place will also be given for the below awards the bonehead podcast tournament series overall champion the coach with the top series points at the end of the year the best three scores totaled up there will be the same for a stunty champion we'll talk about Stunty teams in a second there are also some extra awards so um this will be for all matches totaled these three awards most touchdowns most casualties and most fouls the dirty player award that will be for all of your games bundled up so if you're shooting for most touchdowns the more events you go to the better that will be for you um, that's a grand like total of a year one we're also doing regional winners and what we mean by this is the regions the keywords that are in the book the thing that came along and potentially ruined star players for everybody we're turning it into a little bit of a positive thing there will be a top underworld challenge champion from skaven snotling and underworld Illustrian super league champion from amazon lizard and slan sylvanian spotlight champion with necromantic undead vampires and tomb kings old world classic champion will be dwarf halfling human nobility old world alliance and norse badlands brawls black orcs goblins orcs and ogres favored of chaos chosen Chaos wars chaos renegades corn and nurgle and elven kingdoms with the elf teams in basically uh, we will take your top scores for those teams and bundle them together a couple of things i think probably um, preemptive faqs if i play five events three with them uh, with skaven and two with humans you will get your points for underworld challenge for skavens you will get your points for human for the regionals uh, bundled up in that if you play four Skaven or th- and one snotling, you'll just get your three top underworld challenge scoring things uh to put together to be the points for that one. And I can't remember what the other questions were likely to be um on that one. The idea yeah,
2: Oh think- um there's okay there's a few there's a few questions. So it was about like uh bonehead bowls obviously mixed teams so what we're going to oh. say is that your your primary team choice will be... Your, your team choice, the points will count towards that. So if you pick an Orc, Snotling, Mixed Team, an Orc's your first team choice, that's your, your pick. Um, and for Dorset Dungeon Bowl... Uh, I can't remember what, do, what yeah. we've ruled on that. Is you... So have for, for, for have at those, least one.
0: Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. For both of these, so for mixed teams, you pick. So if you're going Orcs, Skaven, you pick whether you want your points to go to Orcs or Skaven. Um, and if you are running a Dungeon Bowl team, which you have to this year, because we're using Tour Play, so it'll be Dungeon Bowl um, teams only. Uh, if you're running an Orc. From a black orc team, you can elect black orcs. If you're running a tree man, you can elect any team that a tree man is from, that kind of thing. So you need to be running a player from a team if you want to nominate that team to be your points. Makes so you're
1: representative of yeah. that category. So,
0: yeah. if you're going, so if you if you're doing, you know, if you if you're Ben, you want to maximize your corn points, you can take College of Metal. And as long as you've got a seeker, you can say, my points here are for corn you can run uh, fire and as long as you've got a broad alignment you can say actually I, I want this team to represent corn it's a minor thing and we'll sort it out on the day if you have any questions it's not the biggest thing in the world if you get in a pickle and need to ask us just jump in the discord and ask the question um and uh, we can strain it out the idea is that it's just a really cool thing to put all your um all your points together and it's the first year in what i'm hoping is going to continue to grow and be very 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 cool and we get points to play with i'm nearly done with the web page so you can see your results you can see the standings you can see the standings for uh, each of the regions and nearly done this is the bit that's been quite fun you can log on and see your games and your results as well so you can be like oh okay like i've got this many points i can see i'm 20th uh, how did i do in this okay i played in bonehead ball i came seventh overall this was my record these were my games just so you can kind of log on and see what you've done in the series We are doing it in a way that keeps uh, data just absolutely minimal. So it will be your NAF name and your first name, basically. Uh, If you've submitted your first name and your surname, I am editing it. So it will be your first name and the first initial of your surname and maybe a number on the end of it, just to make sure we can keep you lined up. You will get a Bonehead podcast series ID, not very important. You don't need to know it. Don't worry about it, but it will be there for you to have and we'll roll it if for any reason you are like i don't want my my NAF name or the first initial of my surname attributed to this don't hesitate send me a message we'll just change you over to be generic skaven player 75 doesn't matter the results will still be in there your results will still count uh, for other players and just the general thing we're just trying to just if you're interested it's there and if later on in the year you're like oh how did i do you'll be able to log on you have to sign up you can just go to the page what you want to look at and the results will be there but i do intend for this to continue and grow and uh, when it gets to the end of the year there will be some cool prizes and some cool incentives uh, because i think it's really important when it comes to stunty uh same thing if your team is stunty eligible basically it gets marked down in our tournaments as being stunty eligible for the stunty award on that day if your team is stunty eligible at, at dorset dungeon bowl first of all enjoy college of life um but um, yeah, sec- yeah it, then your stunty points will automatically attribute to that even if you choose a non-stunty team uh, it, it's it's fine it's not it's it's logical but as ever any problems any concerns just ping us and we'll have a chat about it um that is the first thing i'm very excited about this i've been data crunching my sort of late night feeds have been learning some stuff learning some html which i haven't done since i was at college which is challenging i'm like I, I, obviously everything's in google sheets and i'm like well i see google sheets the way that Matri- neo sees the matrix but other people are like what is this square what is this number so i'm trying to make it as um, as useful for normal humans as possible uh, so working on that and that is my little news bit on the tournament series the second bit is dorset dungeon bowl is coming up we've got eight weeks out um it's going to be awesome like it's going to be very 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 cool all of our dungeon ball events have been brilliant so far i think and we're using the three ball format this year which is just a significant gameplay improvement uh, it's just better you will get to play a whole game doesn't matter mm. if you like you and it just adds so much tactical flex so the difference of this is you've got six chests three balls instead of one and the game continues until three touchdowns are scored or the round is ended. So you can end up with a nil-nil draw, a one-all draw, a 2-1 loss, a 3-nil absolute drumming. <laughs> it, it like it gives you the variability. So if you're playing a fast switch team, which is what we've seen the last two years, right? We've seen heavens be like, okay, I'm just going to YOLO this skink from end zone to end zone and uh, well, we're done in eight minutes. Does anyone want to go get food? Nah. You YOLO that skink it he goes into the end zone he scores the touchdown he goes back into your reserves and then your other then your player gets to open up and destroy you with the other rest of their team it's a much better way of playing and yeah, the final of our dungeon bowl championship used the format and it's just so much better so much more tactical it's just it's just exquisite in my eyes which leads me on to the last thing i want to talk about which is probably the thing i'm the most excited about uh, is because this podcast is I was going to say bi-weekly, but that doesn't help, does it? Because that technically means two things. Ha, ironic that bi-weekly has bi-meaning. It's fortnightly. So every other week, you get to listen to us talk about Blood Bowl on the Saturday. You may think that's good. I hope you think that's good. But it's going to get even gooder. Because on that Saturday, when the podcast comes out, you're going to go, Oh, cool. That means that in a couple of days' time, on the Monday, there will be a live Blood Bowl match being streamed. From the studio, uh, because uh, we've basically what we're going to be doing is recording one week the podcast, and then the other week when we don't have the podcast, we're going to live stream a game. And it is going to be wicked. And one of the things we're going to do so we've got four live streams before Dorset Dungeon Bowl. I would like to stream at least one uh, Dungeon Bowl game. Oh, hell yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I rules think... for pressure for us as well, because yep. <laughs> <we're gonna> need... <laughs> I think that'll be really, really, really important. So, what I want to talk to you guys now is uh next four weeks of games i'm gonna get at least one dungeon bowl in there i think probably not the first week maybe the third week so that's that that's like four weeks in front of dorset dungeon ball which i think is quite a, a good point which means we've got this one coming up trips is busy milton's on the island at the moment uh so it'll be bt and myself so it will be the first one so we'll be working out a few kinks and stuff but I'm really happy with the mics i promise the lighting will be better for filming games uh so it will be it will be great fun so we want you to come and hang out we've not made a big song and dance about this one because this one's kind of like our we're telling you now on the podcast we'll announce it on sunday what we're going to be playing and then we'll play it on monday but at least then from that point you'll be like oh okay every other monday at least every other monday we will have live blood Bowl. but my question to you guys is what uh? What What should we? What, what game should we do on that first game? Should we do 11's uh, match play, Ben?
1: Uh, Yeah, I reckon that's standard, right? Do just a, a, a showcase 11's match play game. I can run my corn if you want. Oh, oh,
0: we should
3: pro- probably <laughs> see <laughs> with, a with corn be Skaven. <laughs> oh, that, no. Yeah,
1: we should do
0: that. You see, I want to get a different roster to the table, one of the match play ones we've mm. been talking about. Uh, oh, okay. Uh,
1: okay. I've
0: nearly well, finished. Do-
3: why don't we play the corn the roster and maybe the winning roster from Beachhead?
0: Ugh, Dark Elves? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
1: nearly going to play Dark Elves.
3: I think what we'll
0: do is we'll look at what teams you've got available uh, yeah. and then play that game. because That yeah. first one is going to be about having a good time playing a game. Exactly. So what, we, what we want to do going forward, I'm not sure if I've told this to you guys, I'm sure you'll be on board, is uh, we want to kind of give you some options uh, at least a week in advance uh and we're gonna get youtube to pick one team and patreon and members to pick the other so we'll be like right match play we're going match play 1100 or match pay 1150 ready for our team event uh pick between one of these four teams on youtube and pick between one of these four teams on patreon mm. and uh we get to kind of prep the teams get them run so we can actually get to see some of these ones and trips it's an excellent suggestion of getting some of these tournament winners um to the table and Milton one of the things I was going to suggest uh was at the end of your fumble league we build or prep the the top two teams from the final and we play it out on a match live stream obviously they're not going to be our teams probably (laughs) almost definitely won't be mine but uh it would be really cool to be like play a homage to your fumble league and uh pick two teams out of the fumble league and run them on table for the live stream match for that week i think that'd be pretty cool to do in the future
2: great incentive for me to finally build my snotlings then eh
0: there you go there you go
2: we can live in hope
0: <laughs> yeah i've got a snotting team it's fine um but no so we're finally getting there with being able to stream games so we're going to start the streaming from next week every other week uh to begin with we will see what happens as it goes on And then once we kind of get that routine set in, that's when we'll start looking to move forward with the next bonehead championship. Um, But the live stream games have been so much fun and we've got the setup for it. That's what we've built it for. And yeah, we want to make this Monday night blood bowl uh, a thing because I think it's, it's just going to be so much fun. And I guess last thing to mention, I know this is coming out on a Friday to the Patreons and Saturday to everybody else. Milton, When's the when's your dates and cutoff and stuff for the fun for your fumble league in the Discord?
2: I'm making it up as I go along. Um, uh, this weekend, so probably Sunday, at the, the latest. Um, we've got a little fumble league going. Should be good fun.
0: It's nice and casual. Just, yeah, nice, nice
2: casual, casual experience. We're testing testing the waters with Fumble, see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's interested in coming along, signing up for that, uh, drop us a message in the fumble our channel on discord and uh get your team sent over and i'll invite them in and yeah. um yeah we're looking at eight rounds um top four playoffs so should be good
0: about one game a week isn't it milton
2: yeah one game a week uh, just because we've got people in different time zones so yeah i was trying to include some of our um, international members which would be good fun yeah. get some games in with them which i think we probably won't otherwise have the opportunity to especially not with Blood bloodbath 3 in its current <laughs> state but not not just yet yeah obviously a given time hopefully we can move over to that yeah. um but yeah excited to run that and then yeah um hopefully that all goes well and we can play secret league afterwards because yeah. i'm really desperate to play yeah. my sharks again uh, i'm running <laughs> i'm not uh, i'm, uh,
1: I'm I am
0: far
2: from desperate
1: to see those sharks <laughs>
0: It's a good way of getting that Secret League stuff out there. Uh, not yeah. likely to be streaming it on the channel. Um, it's it's a, kind of like a casual let's, let's play. It might, maybe yeah. if it lines up, like we might stream our game. But I'm happy to join in because it's something I can do on the couch with Libby screaming at me or whatever. It's kind of like I can still play Fumble. This is cool. and I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be running Amazons. I'm going to be running one of the teams I intend to put into the Bono Championship, uh, the Tepec Tempests. Um, I said that wrong. Tempests, interesting. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Amazon's that'll be good. Milton's already said he's running snotlings. I don't know. Oh, no, tri- I,
2: I didn't say I was running snotlings. <laughs> oh, no, I, it was up to public opinion.
0: Oh, no, I, I'm pretty sure that's that's literally just what you said.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will it will be the snotlings.
3: <laughs> I've gone for a team that I don't have to roll a d6, so I've gone friend, uh, my, for my frenzy corn mm-hmm. friends. so I can fail block dice as opposed to
1: the d6 rolls. Ah, fantastic! I too have brought a corn team, so it'll be
3: I a corner. I
0: three corn teams now.
1: Love it, more the merrier. Oh, it's not, yeah, that's, from
0: that's not bad. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, no, don't, don't you dare drop them in. <laughs> <laughs> I brought the Ben counter, as always. Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is so true. That's classic Milton <laughs> and Fumble. <laughs> What's Ben playing? Okay, let's make uh, him miserable. <laughs>
0: and there's some cool teams out there. I've got to put a shout out to Frodo and the Cannon Fodder team. We had a good oh, chat in yeah. Discord about Cannon Fodder, which is just one of the best retro games. Um, just amazing. The sound effects all came back to me. He's named his guys. Of, uh, he's named his team after the characters from the game. And it's just... I'm looking forward to that. There should be really good laugh. Fumble's not too bad. Bit of a learning curve, bit of a technology you're curve. Right. You may not have a device that yeah. is able to run Java. Um...
2: Yeah, it should be OK. I mean, you can run it on Mac OS and Windows. So as long as you've got one of those two, you're right. So, uh, any kind of technical issues, just fling us a message. We'll work our way through it. Yeah,
0: it's, that's, uh, I love the way you're approaching this though, Milt, which is a, a casual like Discord hanging out, playing some games. I think it's 100% the best thing and I am personally well excited for it. Um, But with that, guys, I think I kind of rammed everything exciting going on into a quick 15 minute segment. Is there anything I've missed before we wrap up? And hopefully next podcast, we can be back to a little bit more of a a routine, maybe even feature some Blood Bowl news and a hobby highlight or two. It'd be nice to get a little bit bit back into the throw of things, but otherwise, Thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you for running the tournament. Thank you for running the league. Thank you for just being awesome because it is so nice to see all of you at the event as well. Um, it's quite funny because we see uh, and talk a lot, but actually we don't see each other physically very often, which I hadn't even considered uh, until I went around to trips for a coffee earlier and, and picked up the, pri- the pitch that he's printed. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have that done by next week for the stream, but that's okay. <laughs> we could always do some sevens instead, Ben. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll chat. We'll, we'll chat about it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, any more for any more? All good. All good. Magic. Well, thank you very much. We'll be back soon with more bubble content. Happy blocking.